the Broncos Blitz podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. And today, going to talk a little bit about the uh, NFL playoffs this past weekend and how, well, maybe it affected the Broncos coaching situation. Of course, this is all brought to you by Bespoke Edge, BespokeEdge.com, a proud supporter of Mile High Sports. Now, Bespoke Edge, Denver's award-winning custom clothier for men, family-owned business, six years now. They know the Denver style. I tell you what, they've got great, they have experts that are in there that if you're like me, you don't know if blacks go with blues or what you should be wearing to this occasion or that. Go to my friends over there at Bespoke Edge, bespokeedge.com. They know the Denver style, a suit for the officer, maybe something more casual, creative. Maybe it's date night, of course. Well, most recently, the holidays, there's a lot of engagement. So maybe there's a wedding you're planning for coming up in the future. Be sure to check it out. Of course, Bespoke Edge, they'll help you find the right clothing. All you got to do to boost your style in 2019, go to my friends at Bespoke Edge. It's BespokeEdge.com. Hundreds of blog post videos published over the years. B-E, just as you hear it, BespokeEdge.com. That's BespokeEdge.com. Lots to talk about on the show. Uh, Mostly, you know, with the Broncos, of course, in their continued search for a head coach, uh, Vic Fangio is going to be, uh, he's going to be, the guy, maybe, yes. Mike Munchak says that, uh, and there are reports out there, he's very interested in the Denver Broncos job. Munchak, the Hall of Famer, offensive line head coach, as uh, they need a new head coach. Uh, I talked about it last week. I think, you know what? What happened in Baltimore? And I guess we'll lead off with the NFL playoffs because what happened in Baltimore? Gosh, playoffs. that was as best a situation as you could see as possible for the Broncos. If you're Baltimore, how are you not fielding calls for John Harbaugh this morning? How are you like, you know what? He should have put Flacco in. He puts Flacco in, they maybe win that game. You, you think and that's you, like, okay, fans were booing. We lost first round. We looked horrible the whole game. Maybe it's time to field some calls on, on Johnny. So you do agree that Flacco should have been put in the game? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Lamar Jackson had, what, 50 yards going into the fourth quarter? Uh, something like that, He was like terrible. That, yeah. He was terrible. They played seven defensive backs, 58 of the 59 snaps right there. Lamar Jackson was essentially neutralized the whole time. That was courtesy of Adam Schefter, by the way, with that uh, tweet earlier today. But you're watching that game, and you're just sitting there thinking to yourself, too, everybody watching at home, uh, shouldn't you put in Flacco? You're let behind. Me gi- let me give you the Baltimore drives up until the fourth quarter. Okay, these are legitimate drives in the NFL. Okay, six plays, 21 yards, two plays, negative 14 yards, six plays, 13 yards, three plays, eight yards, four plays, 21 yards, three plays, six yards, halftime. You would think that at this point they're like, okay, what's happening is not working. It's time to put in Joe Flacco. They open up. Uh, with three plays, negative 10 yards, four plays, six yards, four plays, eight yards, three plays, negative nine yards before they finally go on the eight play 75 yard touchdown. That game was so anemic for them on offense. They were going backwards 
And it just, it was mind-blowing as, particularly in the third quarter when it was very clear Flacco should have went in. It was it was being screamed on Twitter. Fans were booing Harbaugh, this and that. And it told me everything I needed to know, obviously, in the fact that this is Lamar Jackson's team next year. They wanted him to get that experience. But I think if you're John Harbaugh, don't you play the guy who is there to win you the game unless you have been guaranteed that role next year. So I I imagine the idea is Harbaugh knew going into the game that he was going to be back next year. He wanted to be back next year, yada, 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 and that they were going to play what was best for the future because they knew Joe Flacco wasn't going to get them there. If this is a guy who needs to win the game, Flacco goes in. So this hurts the John Harbaugh to Denver fans, myself, because it's just I look at these guys who are out there right now, and I'm just like, just, none, of the, none of this. Mike Munchak, Vic Fangio, Brian Flores, Zach Taylor. It just doesn't. I don't resonate with any of these guys, and I'm like, oh, that'd be a, that'd be a solid head coaching candidate. I think it, when they look at the teams and you look at the candidates, these guys are, particularly, I think with Munchak and Vic Fangio, I think these guys are candidates because of this, is because it allows Gary Kubiak to stay on the team as the offensive coordinator or specialist consultant advisor to the offensive caller that calls plays, whatever stupid title you want to give him. And I said this last week. I think that's a mistake. I think it's, 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 it's a extreme mistake to hire your head coach and have that opinion swayed by another decision elsewhere. That isn't, I don't know the owner, like hire the, Hire the most badass coach you can find and then work down. And if that doesn't include Gary Kubiak, fine. I just, I, this is what they did with Wade Phillips. Like they thought, they thought that Joe Woods was just the cat's meow. He was the, he was the thing. We had to do everything possible to make sure he wasn't hired elsewhere. So what did we have to do? We had to promote him from DB's coach back to defensive coordinator. What did that mean? That mean it booted waiting Phillips out. What a, what a brilliant idea that was. I just, it, it just seems like the mindset is backwards at Dove Valley. I just don't get it. Now I understand to some extent, John LA, he wants to rely on his guys. Elway's Elway, make no mistake. Elway's back is in the corner right now. Okay, it's against the wall. He's in the corner. He has to deliver this time around or else. This is not a or else he's going to get a slap in the hand. This is a or else he's going to lose his job. If we are three years down the line, if we even get that far, and this is a team that can't even break 500, Elway will lose his job. For everybody who wants to tweet me about, oh, why isn't Elway taking all this criticism? It's like, open your ears. He is. You're listening to the wrong people. The problem right now with where Denver is is that they are in such a hole because we've talked about this on the on the show, Logan, is that there is no easy solution anywhere. I mean, the quarterback class is awful. This is why I wanted them to draft a quarterback last year. 
there is no obvious solution in free agency, and they still need a new head coach. But well, even even more so, with with this team, when it comes to you know Elway and and his getting the band back together, almost mentality, I don't like it, but I guess I can understand it because you know Logan, if you if you are somebody who you know has had success somewhere prior, let's just say I don't know working with a radio show, okay, and all of a sudden you. Something happens to that show and you break up you know, and you switch. And now your back is against the wall and you need to recruit somebody to put together a damn good radio show. And you know that that previous host you've worked with, Gary Kubiak, in John Elway's eyes, has worked before. They've won a Super Bowl together. It's like, okay, if, if I'm going to go down swinging, I'm going to go down with my guys, right? So I guess I could understand it. It just... This band back together mentality, just, I don't know, man. It just seems like one that could burn him. Well, it feels like where you're going with this, Ronnie, is um, in your eyes, like the NFL is changing rapidly before our eyes, okay? What worked in the yesteryear is not going to work today. It just doesn't. The league is different now. And I think that's kind of the fear that's kind of going on with it is that you're going, you're resorting back to old ways where, Okay, the old ways worked beforehand, though, but you need to adapt. It is. You need to adapt or die, essentially, is what's happening right now. And bringing in the old the old guys, the you know, the good old boys and stuff like that. Well, are you going to adapt or are you going to die? Because well, the, it's, it's, it's kind of scary. I don't even know if it's bringing back the good old boys because it absolutely worked or the NFL's changing. They won in 2015 because of Peyton Manning. I get everybody wants to look at Manning's stats, and they weren't very good, and this and that, and yada, yada, yada. Defense was pretty good. They don't win that Super Bowl without Peyton Manning. They don't. Very true. They don't go to the Super Bowl in 2013 without Peyton Manning. So it's really hard for me to just look at 2015 and say, you know what, let's bring those pieces back, replicating, and that's going to bring us the Super Bowl. Just, you had this, this, this cloud that was hanging over Dove Valley, and it was a good cloud. It was a happy cloud. It was a Bob Ross painted cloud. Happy trees. It was a happy tree, and that tree was Peyton Manning. You don't have that happy tree anymore. You know what's down in Dove Valley right now? A tree that's been through a forest fire that's burnt to a crisp. It's not a happy tree anymore. It's burned. That is a depressing picture. It's a bad picture. Oh, it's bad in Dove Valley. (laughs) Now, the crazy thing is that as bad as I'm describing it right now, it could be turned around in one year. Snap of the finger. It's done. All of a sudden, next, let's just say they beef up that offensive line and they give Case Keenum five seconds every single time. Now you're looking at now you're looking at a better Case Keenum. You're looking at Cortland Sutton thousand yards. Maybe Tim Patrick chips in five hundred. Deshaun Hamilton, 500. Tight ends are in the mix. Running backs run for 1,000 yards. That's a top 10 offense. And then then you look at maybe in free agency, you build a couple different pieces. Bradley Chubb becomes a dominant figure. He allows the the opportunity for Vaughn to continue to progress as he gets through the later ages of his career because certainly production is going to start to drop off. But maybe the options around him don't allow that. And quite frankly, really, the only hole that the Broncos have on the defensive side is the secondary. Now, they're going to lose some guys, but they're also going to bring some guys back, too. Maybe you bring back a Damata Pecco, a Shelby Harris. All of a sudden, the defense is looking pretty darn good. 
Top 10 offense, top 15 defense, that's a damn near playoff team. And let's remember, quite frankly, if you swapped John Harbaugh with Vance Joseph this year, Vic Fangio with Vance Joseph this year, how many more games do they win? Two? Three? That means they're eight and eight, nine and seven, skirting for the playoffs already with this ro- with this <clears throat> roster as it stands now. So again, you hear all this stuff coming out of my mouth about, oh my God, the sky is falling. Remember, snap of the finger, Thanos. We can change everything, baby. So again, thanks to our friends at Bespoke Edge and BespokeEdge.com. If you want to follow up on more Broncos talk, of course, be sure to check it out at MyLifeSports.com. That's MyLifeSports.com. A lot of good writing from uh, all of our terrific writers over there at MyLifeSports.com. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K. Radio on Twitter and at MyLifeSports.com. <laughs>